Welcome back to another episode of Be Beautiful Adaptive Warrior. I'm Angie, your host. It's that time once again to unleash the warrior within you. Are you ready? Then let's get started. Good evening, everyone. Angie here, and I am coming to you. Yes, it is more evening time. Um, I thought today we have had an amazing month, over a month of guests and interviews happening um, on this podcast through Limb Loss, Limb Awareness, Limb Difference Awareness Month, which was April. We are now mid-May. And last week was one of my last interviews over the time frame where I interviewed Christy Gardner, who uh, was a sergeant, uh, military police in the Army, um, a double below the knee amputee and an amazing person um, doing great things with therapy dogs now and um, sled hockey for our U.S. team and just an amazing person. And I'm so grateful to know her and call her a friend. Today, so this could be an emotional one. So I thought today, if you would let me just use this time to kind of go through what's been happening lately in my life. Um, And I think there's something here. I think there's some, a jewel of information that I really want to share with you. Um because of what's been happening in my life, I think speaks to everybody. And I I really think there's a lot of value to it. Not to mention, I use this podcast a lot of times just to kind of get things off my own chest. And um, it kind of just trying to help you helps me. And so I thought, you know what, today, I'm going to give you a glimpse into my life lately. So the last time I actually posted anything, and I don't even know if I talked about it on here a month ago, but I have, I'm at the point again where I am getting ready to get a new prosthetic, not just the socket, like the whole thing. I have been using and abusing my C-leg, my Autobox C-leg for the last three years. It has served me well. It's an, it's an amazing leg. It's a great leg. But I probably put about 7 million steps on it in under three years. Um, because I was out of it for over a month or two uh, from my TMR surgery a year ago. When I started doing the math, which if you know me, that is not my cup of tea, but I was doing it because I was interested knowing how many steps I take in a mile and how many days in a year and all the math. It comes out to being like on average doing six miles a day on my leg. Um, and keeping in mind that there were months where I wasn't wearing it because of surgery or whatever. And um, I thought, well, that's that's a lot of miles every day if you average. And that's talking seven days a week, 365 days in the year and three years. So it's it's been used and it's been loved. And it's time at three years, they say that's about the time when if you're really using it, it's time to go for another leg and claim, put the claim in with the insurance company. So I've done that. And once again, the first thing they went through was denial. So I have been on the cusp of that for the last month, which has weighed on me 
Um, but I truly put my faith into this, that all things will work out the way they are meant to, that um, how things go about will just eventually be for what they're meant to be, and I will deal with it the way I need to deal with it. So I did get the good news that I think everything is going to be covered. However, now we have all the red tape to get through. And I'm really hoping that's only another week or two. But you never know. So I'm hoping, fingers are crossed, that um, my new sea leg will be coming soon. I've already got my socket made. I've picked out my new color and my making my new designs. I can't wait for you to see it. I'll probably end up posting that on my social media um, when the time comes. I'm hoping to pick up my socket actually tomorrow or Thursday before our California trip with our senior class. Um, yes, I have decided to chaperone the senior class trip to um, Disneyland. So that'll be fun. Um, so this is where I've been at. The last couple weekends, I have, okay, so I have a senior in high school and he is on the baseball team and our baseball team is awesome. And they were seated first to go into the state playoffs. They won the first game last Friday. They won the Friday before this last weekend. They won the Saturday game, like huge, like 21 to one. And then this last, this last Friday and Saturday were the state semifinals and finals. And we did really well in the semifinals and won again and went to state. And state was played on Saturday night. So keeping in mind, um, every one of these games was nowhere really near our home, but it was definitely better than some of the teams that drove three or four hours. We only drove maybe an hour. Um, but I have been there. Um, I do all the photography for the kids. And so I am there from the very beginning all the way through, getting pictures before the game, after the game, at the school, the send-offs, all the stuff, and throughout the entire game. So I'm standing, I'm moving around the whole field, I'm getting pictures from different angles. It's tiring, it's exhausting, and it is hot here right now. We're, you know, 100 degrees plus, 106 near Phoenix and Tempe, and um, it, that's exhausting. So I've been doing that. And we went to state last this last Saturday, and our boys won. Um, it was so exciting to see my senior go out uh, in that fashion and so excited for the team, so excited for our eight seniors on the team that that's how their year ended because they actually had their last day of school Tuesday with their final finals. And, um, you know, they that's a great way to end your, your, your four years in high school. So that's what we've been doing. And then we also had last night our foot, our baseball banquet. So we had that happening. And there's a lot of things that I was doing and making and getting ready for the bank, the banquet for the kids. Um, cause I love these boys so much. I try to spoil them with handmade things that will give them memories for the baseball season anyway. But that same night, last night, that same day was not only my son's last day of school. I'm trying to think what day. No, he actually went this morning. Oh my gosh. So it, Monday was also uh, my older son's 20th birthday. So I was crafting, we were having the banquet, I took my sons out to lunch for his birthday, we did presents and cake at like 10 last night. Um, it has been a whirlwind. And then of course not sleeping because we're so 
jacked up from the excitement of winning state on Saturday that I couldn't sleep. I was up to like three on Saturday night. It's just been crazy around here. So with all that being said in the last couple of weeks, just being nonstop, you know, I was going to the last practices to watch our kids practice on their field and, and doing all these sorts of things and just, you know, keeping busy. And if you've listened to my podcast, you know that one of my things that I love to, to say is that distraction is really good when things aren't feeling great. Like I don't sit around. I hate sitting around, but I also, at some point in time, my body gives and it just, it needs to sit. But when I finally do, I'm out. Well, distraction, I didn't realize was also very good when you are a senior parent and your last child is finishing school up. Last night, so many of our parents were so, so kind to me and so beautiful. The people there, our families, it has been a phenomenal experience. The people that we've met and the the people I can call friends now at our school who spoiled me with side little side gifts that they wanted to say thank you for all the photos. Like I did that because I it made me feel great. Like I love doing that. That's just a, a passion for me never want anything returned but just a hug and a, a you know and I love you and thank you that's all I want so being so late last night and it being my son's birthday and my other son's you know final farewell to baseball and sports in high school I didn't want to do anything with those gifts I just put them on the counter and I was going to wait till today well my oldest son no mom you got to see what they got you so he sat with me and um I was just taken back by so much so much love and so much thought and how these people know me so well and truly it's the ones that met me for the first time this year that moved into our school this year with seniors um, because of the situation at their school that just gave me so much love and and so much kindness and then all the families chipped in and for those of you that know I do a lot for range of motion project global romp global and they were actually a couple weeks ago I interviewed the co-founder and um, he's also a prosthetist who lives in um, Ecuador and he does all this non-for-profit getting prosthetics to people in underprivileged countries and phenomenal group and so whenever I can I try to raise funds for them Mobility May is now. I I've said I'm raising funds for Romp Global. I mean, I haven't really spoken a ton about it, but people that follow me on social media from our school know. And our varsity team donated, in my honor, um, money to Romp. And I am beyond grateful. But one of the, the best gifts ever was literally a framed picture of all of our boys heading to state and me in the middle of them. And I tell you what, I sat back today and I just looked at that and that's, you. it would be like, it's gold it, to me, it's gold to have something like that, a memory that I cherished and I'm looking at it right now because I said I have it, I'll have it right where I can see it every day. And, and, and I sat down and I started typing up thank you notes and, and emails and and I realized that, oh, I got to keep busy because <laughs> the reality is that high school moments are over. We're almost done. Graduation's next week. I will love the senior trip this coming weekend. 
but it's crazy that you blink and a new chapter is ending. What's the next chapter? I don't know. Um, I'm excited for the new chapter and I need to be because otherwise I will dwell in what I don't have anymore. Um, when I think about not being at the football games and the baseball games at our son's school for our, our son's sake and their friends taking pictures, it makes me really, really sad. And I'm like, there's got to be something in here, some some sort of lesson to be learned. And of course, there's the cliche, you know, take in the moments. Uh, don't forget to be right here, right now in the present um, loving on the people in your life in the midst of where they're at, in the midst of where you're at. And sometimes it's really, really hard to give to anybody else when you are lacking. And I have said it once, if not a million times, that when we do things and reach out to others that are in need, or when you find a place where there's a need and you fill it, it really does come back a hundredfold in helping you with what you're going through. And I, I just, I think if people only knew at the school how much what I've gone through in front of them, all the f- photographs I've taken and all the time I've spent pouring into their kids, whether it be prayers, notes, photos, um, shutterfly sites, end of the year projects, things like that for them. If they only knew how much that was healing me from the inside out, um, they wouldn't need to be giving me thank you gifts. Um, I should be thanking them. Um, for those of you that don't know my story, time frame wise, I... I had my amputation three years ago. So it was when my youngest kiddo was a, um, a sophomore and a sophomore. No, I'm sorry. A freshman. And my goal was amputation December. I wanted to make sure that I was moving around in a prosthetic by the time baseball season started. So I could be back there taking pictures. And when you set goals for yourself like that, um, and to do something for others, you know, it's like a win-win because if you're going to set solid goals, you're going to find that you're going to hit those goals because you really already visualize it. And visualization is so, so important. And positive affirmations, positive talk, um, positive notes to yourself and going that way is going to make you step positively, right? We're going to, we're going to make the momentum move in our direction for ourselves. So, you know, I'm sitting here thinking of all these things and, you know, I'm trying to tell my son, the senior, you know, how I was feeling today and how proud I am of him because he was like rocking football. Football is his sport. It is undeniably his sport. And he um, became all state on um, O-line and I think first team O-line and first team defensive line for state and you know, that was, that's his thing. And baseball, he did for the love of being with his friends, supporting the team and being a teammate. And that takes a lot of courage. I don't think he understands how much I believed in him and how proud I really am of him because of the courage it took for him to be there cheering on his teammates, 
He got playtime, but maybe not as much as he would have hoped for. But it was amazing the character he showed, the determination, the love for his his teammates and the team. And, you know, it paid off in the end in big dividends being state champs. So, you know, I sat there and I was trying to tell him this and, of course, sobbing now because, you know, to open up your heart and tell your kids how you really feel about moments like this, you need to understand that when you talk to them about these these moments, you're you're validating who they are now as young, young adults and they need that to fly in life, right? And at this point in time, I'm ready to let go and let him fly, He's heading off to college next year. He's going to have a great time. He's going to, he's with his friends. It's going to be great. And I know he'll fly because he's got all the right tools already in place. And I'm so proud of him for that. Now for me, thank goodness I have like things like the podcast so I can talk my way through some of my sadness for next year when we're kind of like empty nesters. Um, but I, I just thought, you know, as much as, I never sat down during any of these baseball games. What I did realize from it is how much I lived in every single moment during those two, three, four hour games. Um, I would take thousands of pictures each game. I captured different facial expressions, moments, emotions, um, joy and sadness, anger and um, frustrations. I got them all. And, you know, some of those pictures, maybe the boys won't want to see again. But looking down the line in a year or two, they're going to see that. And they're going to realize that each one of those moments meant something. And I got to know these kids just through the lens of the camera. And they allowed me in. And yes, of course, you had to get some of them that search for the camera and have fun with the camera, which is actually makes it even more fun for me. But, um, you know, I just thought, I don't think I missed out on anything. I know my husband always wanted me to sit down. Why don't you sit down and enjoy the game? I totally was enjoying the game. And I think he gets that with me now after I've talked to him a couple times about that this year. Um, that is how I enjoy the game. And it was just, it's so inspiring to watch these young men playing, playing their heart out and to see them go all the way to state is, it's it just, it's so exciting. I feel like I won, right? Like I feel like I was there and, and I could see the joy and I could feel the, the excitement, the anticipation, the fears through that game, because it was a close game. Um, I believe our final score was like six to five. So it was a really tight game and we were not winning all the way. It was back and forth several times. So, you know, I guess I, I didn't want to make this a long message. Uh, one, I'm totally burnt out and so exhausted, but I really want to make sure that I hit this point. And the point being that we need to make sure that we are living in the moment. That with closing the doors of a chapter here, closing this book, closing this chapter off of high school. It was like closing off home homeschool. I homeschooled my kids most of their life. And when they went off to high school, that was, for me, that was really hard. And they did it gradually, thank goodness. This is the first year ever since 2005 that I didn't homeschool at all. 
So when my oldest son went to home, uh, to school, he part-time freshman, sophomore, junior year, but I homeschooled the other kiddo the whole time. When the other one hit freshman year, he also went part-time. Then my son went off to college and, you know, junior year, my son, younger son was home with me and part-time and then to school. And this year, senior year was the only year both of my kids did full-time and it gave me more time to think about what am I going to do with myself when this is all said and done and we have both college kids. How will I spend my time? What will I do with my time? Of course, I'm type A, so it was filled, but it was also because there was a lot of senior activities happening and there was a lot of things for me to do and, and be a part of and watch and participate in and you know, I kept myself busy. I am very nervous about what it's going to feel like next week when we see him walk down the aisle in his cap and gown because that is, I still see my son as my baby and he's going to look like a grown young man and I'm going to be like, wow, how could this be? I'm not old enough for this yet, (laughs) right? Um, I know that I have enough things put into place to keep me active, keep me busy, keep my mind on things besides how much I miss not being uh, the homeschool or the high school, you know, photographer for football or baseball. And I will find my way around. But I'll tell you, no matter how hard I tried to be in the moment, it still went by really, really fast. I mean, a total of six years of high school time and it's gone. And I'm like, this doesn't even seem real to me that it's been six years. When we find ourselves in these, um, you know, junctures in our life, there is a bit of sadness, right, that, that accompanies it. There's a bit of remorse. Did I do enough? Did I see enough? Was I present enough? Or, or did, how did I miss all that? How did this go so fast? And I, I still don't understand how things go so fast. And the older I get, the faster they go. I swear, I thought it would slow down homeschooling my kids. No, it went faster. I thought it would slow down when I still had them at home and they were part-time and there'd be so much going on. But the more that was going on, the faster it went. And I just, you know, I, I, I didn't want to let what I was going through all these years affect what I paid attention to, if you know what I mean. And I, I, I know that a lot of you are dealing with one thing or another. And if you're listening to this and you have a senior or next year, your, your senior year for your kiddo, or, you know, there's a big change coming in your life because it's a big change. Trust me when I say just slow things down. You know, my house hasn't been cleaned in a couple of weeks. And it's okay because you know what? After next week's graduation, there isn't going to be a lot of other things for me to do and I'm going to need to do some deep cleaning just to keep myself busy. It will, there, it, there's always going to be time. There's always going to be time to pick up that mess, to dust, to clean up, to get your doctor appointments done or whatever it is that you, you sit there and go, I should do, I should do, I should do. Right now, just be present. Just be present with your kids. Be present with your Um, your husband, your wife, be present in whatever it is that you're going through. Be there, 
be there mentally, be there emotionally, be there physically, but just be there because even when you are feeling fully present, you're still going to blink and you'll be like, how did this week already end? How did this month go by? Where did that year go? And it's just going to fly. It's just what it is. And, you know, I just, I don't know. I, I got into a place today and I was like, gosh, if I taught, and I'm glad I didn't, I started cleaning. <laughs> I was going to talk about three hours ago, but I think I probably would have started crying. And I just, I'm glad I'm not in that place. But um, now that I think about it, now I'm worried about it. But, you know, th- these are great moments, but we don't get them back. And when I, what I did was yesterday when my son went off to school for his final, I started leafing through his first day of kindergarten, which was his only day of full schooling except for this year. And... I saw the pictures and I was like, holy cow. Then I went to a little tiny short video of the day we dropped him off on the first day of kindergarten and he was in tears. He did not want to go. And it broke my heart. It broke my heart yesterday. It broke my heart the day it happened. I remember being spending two weeks sobbing when kindergarten happened. And that may have been what started us on the homeschool route. Um, even though by the end of the year he was cool and, and good with kindergarten and he rocked it, we wanted to be together. I mean, the kids wanted to be home and I wanted to be with them and we made it work and and I wouldn't change it for the world. It was the hardest job I've ever done in my life. But you know what? With that, it was all a part of the plan, right? And for those of you that know me, you know I have a deep faith that um, God had this planned out for me all along. And my kids were a part of every surgery that I had because I homeschooled through all of that as if that wasn't hard enough. But again, it's that whole distraction thing. Like when I realized that I needed to do things for somebody else, somebody else was depending on me, I couldn't sit and wallow in self-pity. I had to pick myself up by the bootstraps and I had to move on. I had to march on. It didn't matter about me. I mean, that isn't that unconditional love. Isn't that the selflessness of being a parent is we have our kids so that we can give our best self to them to make them the best human beings for this world so that when they go out in the world, they do what's right for the world and they are good for the world and they send out good positive energy in the world. And so, you know, if anything comes of all of what my kids saw is I hope that they have perseverance. I hope they have empathy. I hope they have love. And I hope they have self-love to know how to, to do the things they need to do, but do it with style and grace and compassion for the world. So as I bring this to a close today, I see the sun is setting and it is just gorgeous out and I am Oof, beyond grateful for the people in my life. If you're listening, you know who you are. I have, uh, I have been blessed beyond measure with the people in my life, the friends, the family, um, my children, my husband, my, my high school sweetheart, and the support I've been given I'm beyond grateful. 
And I know the next couple weeks are going to be hard. And I will get on next week somehow and do a podcast next Wednesday, which will be right before my kiddo's graduation. So that should be interesting um, as it gets more and more real. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to be a train wreck. Um, But I want you to know that being present is the most important thing you can do for yourself and the most important thing you can do for the people in your life. Um, I need to do a better job at focusing my attention. I feel like sometimes I've got so much going on that I pretend I'm listening and I'm not really listening as well as I need to. And um, I know that about me and I need to work on that um, because I'm always about 15 steps ahead of my own self. (laughs) And so um, I just I just know that all the good things that will come of the changes in life. But, you know, like my amputation, change is hard, right? And it's emotional and it can be frustrating. And I know the change that's coming is a big change in my life. Taking mm, the kids that I gave birth to and now seeing them at 18 and 20 years old, moving on and learning to fly on their own, you know, that's what we've been trying to do all our life with them. But now I have to actually let go. And um, those boys are my life. And I know that it's going to be tough. But I also know there's going to be amazing chapters in this book we call life coming my way. And you can't, you can't grow if the change doesn't happen, right? You've got you have to embrace change. And, um, it's okay to mourn the loss of what's different and gone, but celebrate the victories, celebrate, you know, even if I have to tell myself so I don't cry is my kids are healthy, they're happy, they're well-adjusted, they're with me, um, and they love me, I love them, and that's all that matters. Do I have a leg? No. Do I care? Nope, because I have my health. I have people around me that care. I have support. I have love. I am loved. I give love. And um, I just want you to know that you are loved and you have support. And I guarantee you, if you throw that vibe out into the universe, it's going to come back to you. So if you're struggling right now, if there's change coming in your life, I understand. I understand all so well right now. And now that my life is just kind of slowing down a little bit and I'm starting to absorb what's actually changing in my life at this moment in time and the next two weeks and how things were going to be different feeling, I get it. I get being sad about change and, and fighting change. And I just want you to know that you can get through it. Lean on the people that you love. Lean on the people in your your circle. You're not the only one going through any kind of change. I know there are a multitude of mamas out there that are graduating their seniors, their final child. They're all feeling that same moment in their life. You might be going through a medical change. You might be that person that's struggling with mobility that's listening right now. And I know that story too. 
but I believe with all my heart that if we just follow what's happening in our mind and our hearts, that all things will lead to good things. We just need to be open for the change. And when you are open to change, you'll feel, you're going to feel that it, that, that acceptance will help you grow more and quickly. Um, you'll adapt better. I don't know. I think sometimes I'm just rambling on and it's the same story, but I, I, I maybe you need to hear that today. I know I did. Um, sometimes I'm just talking to myself because I struggle with this change. I don't want to see my kids grow up. I don't want to see them leave the house. I don't want to see the last baseball game. I don't want to see the last football game, right? But I have to believe that the next chapter is going to be phenomenal. And that's where I'll go with that. Your chapters, each chapter in your life, if you look back, you'll see each chapter. And you'll know that at each chapter there was some pain and sorrow. And then following that chapter closing, you're going to see growth. If you just really look back and you notice the patterns in your life, with change, there comes some fear, some sorrow, some anxiety. And then once it's accepted and you hold on to that, you're going to notice that you've grown. You've pushed outside of that comfort zone and you've grown and you've accepted it and you've moved on and a new door opens, a new chapter begins and a new part of your life is being written. And I'm all right now about enjoying the journey because that's what it is. And I've said this a million times. The journey is never making it to a mountaintop and staying there. You're never going to stay on top of a mountain ever in your life. Every time you hit a top, enjoy the view because you're going to start going down into some sort of valley in your life, big or small, but it, it will be changed that will be harder. And once you've accepted it, it's almost like once the acceptance happens and you start to adapt to it, you start to grow and you start to climb out of that valley into a mountaintop. And then the view is gorgeous again. And that's just how we grow. That's just what human life is about. So embrace these moments right now. And mamas, if you're listening, embrace this moment. Take in each of these moments for the good and the bad of them. For the times you're arguing with your kids to pick up their stuff outside to the the hug because they see you break down because you're so sad that the chapter's changing again. Have patience. Show some grace to yourself, but also to your the people around you. And and I, I'm speaking, like I said to myself, grace to your kid. Extend that to them. Give them freedoms. Step back a little bit. Let go just a little bit more. And know that they're still your children and they're still your babies and they're always going to be there. Enjoy the life that you have been given for the good and the bad, for the hard times that you might be going through right now. I promise you they're not going to be forever. Find the positive, state the positive, repeat the positive, make it a mantra if you have to. And you know what? Always leave with some sort of call to action at the end of uh, my episodes. I didn't through the interviews because, well, they were interviews and that's kind of a different thing. But my call to action for this week, 
I'm going to take it on the approach of those of us that are going through change right now. That is really hard to swallow. Okay. I want you just to remember that every night before you go to bed, you stop all thinking, all processing, everything. Stop. Take a deep breath. Big deep breath and exhale real slow. Do that five to ten times. Then I want you just to think about all the things that happened that were good that day. Think about, for my case, okay, so for my senior, I want to be thinking about five things that I still have and will still have even after graduation with him, right? I've got all summer with him. I can go out and play football with him. I can throw the baseball with him. We can go shopping together. We can have lunch together. We can definitely get some shopping done for college. We can make memories. So think of five things each night. After five to ten really good deep breaths, think of five things that you can accept during this change that are positive, that are good. Because just because change is happening doesn't mean your whole world unravels and falls apart. It's just that that, that that moment is different, right? And that place in your life is going to be different. Embrace it. Love it for what it is. Love your kiddo for where you're at right now. Be proud of what you've done to allow that child of yours to become independent. Because even though it hurts for them to become independent, that was what we were meant to do. They weren't ours. They're not meant to be ours forever. And someday they're going to have to live without us, right? So love them. Send them out with the world with some grace and some um, reassurance. And keep in mind that even though they might be older and seniors or graduating from college, they still look to you for positive affirmations. Don't forget to tell them that they are loved no matter what. Let them know that even if this they stumbled here or they stumbled there, that you love them and are proud of them for what they have done. And, and really find that niche and reinforce it more and more the next few months when this change is coming about in your life with them. Now, I know that's really run directional and it is kind of selfish of me, but that's what I wanted to talk about today. So I hope it maybe reflected upon any of you, even if you take a nugget of information of living in the moment right now and when you're stressed out, stop, take those deep breaths and remember the good things that are happening. Because even if one bad thing is consuming you, you need to let it go and give it away to higher powers that that will handle that and you live in what's positive because you deserve that you are loved I'm grateful for you to be here and and paying attention to me and my ramblings and you know I just I want you to live a good full healthy life and you can't do that if you're bogged down with stress or worry frustrations anxiety and just know that change happens and you will move forward and you will get through this, I promise. Just like I'm going to get through this 
There probably will be tears shed. And the only little bit of information I have for you is do not wear non-waterproofed mascara. It is an ugly look, a very ugly look when you um, cry and there's makeup all down your face. So on that note, I hope you have a really awesome rest of your week. Enjoy your weekend. Embrace these moments. Live in the present. And as always, be healthy, be happy, be you.